Welcome to Happiness and Inside Job. This is episode 53, Taking Massive Action, and I'm your host, Connie Atkinson. Happiness and Inside Job is the go-to resource for Christian parents wanting to effectively communicate with teenage and young adult children utilizing powerful life coaching skills. What if I told you your children don't need to change anything in order for you to have a fulfilling relationship with them? You can change everything about your relationships with others by merely changing the way you think about them. Imagine the power you find when you stop depending on others for change and you create the change. Suddenly, you stop being the victim and you become the hero of your life. Slightly over a year ago, I set a goal. Some called me crazy. I called myself a little crazy, and yet I was bound and determined to do it. My goal was to start a podcast. And to make things a little bit crazier, I told myself I couldn't quit until I'd done it at least a year. My friends, it has been slightly over a year, and here I am. I am not quitting yet. In my online group coaching program, ThoughtWorks, We spend a lot of time talking about goals. Where do we want to be in five years, in 10 years, and how are we going to get there? We call this taking massive action. Half-hearted attempts make quitters. Likewise, massive change requires massive action, and so I intentionally didn't give myself an out for at least a year. I had all the feelings. I was scared. The most famous thing people say when they're starting something new is, I have no idea how to do that. Everyone in my coaching program knows they are not allowed to say, I don't know. Everything is figureoutable. If there's something we don't know, we at least know the first baby step to figuring it out. Now, during this podcast, I'm going to be giving specific examples from my podcast and what I learned from showing up and doing it for a whole year. These lessons learned apply to any massive action, you guys. So I want you to take just a minute at the beginning of this podcast and think, if you could accomplish anything in the world, if failure wasn't an option, what is it that you would do? And I want you to consider these steps to making that dream your reality. Now, clearly the first step is going to be to set a goal and to take a first step. It's scary. I remember the first time I sat here by this computer with a microphone, and I was just trying to muster up enough courage to push record. Honestly, it doesn't matter where you start. The only real way to fail is to not start. Honestly, progress is the name of the game. One of my favorite intentional thoughts about myself is I am a work in progress and I'm progressing. My goal, number one, was to get a podcast done each week, and number two, for me to self-improve each week. I started this podcast, you guys, by writing it out like a church talk, and I would read it into the microphone. And the beautiful thing about recording a podcast is you can start and stop as many times as you want. You can go back and delete. People would tell me, they still tell me, you sound so fluid and just so awesome on your podcast. I'm like, you have no idea how many times I go back and and re-record. And you know what? That's my little secret. Nobody actually needs to know. I can accept all those compliments with a smile and keep trying. So I started by writing them out and just by reading them. And then I moved to an outline. And then I graduated to a few notes. 
I was kind of winging it. I had some ideas in my head and I would just talk. And then I decided I would go back and rely on a few notes that, that my product was actually better when I had a few notes written down, but not so many notes that I was just reading them. Now, when you have a big goal, it's great to go out there and find people who have done what you are trying to do. Learn from the masters that have already done it. Figure out who's doing something that's the closest to what your goal is and study them, but don't copy them. Just be you. One thing I've learned is that people really relate to you when you're just raw and real and not pretending to be perfect. And trying to copy someone else's style is like trying to copy their handwriting. It's not going to happen. And you know what? Yours is probably better. So just go for it. Go all in and just keep trying different things until you figure out what gets the most attention. I'm constantly trying different subjects for my podcasts. I'm constantly working on titles and researching what kind of titles out there are getting a lot of attention because it doesn't matter how great your product is. If people can't find it, you might as well be invisible. Another thing I've learned is don't ever take no for an answer. There's always something else to try and you definitely haven't failed until you fail to take the next step. I always encourage my clients to talk about their results or their goals in present tense. Say it as if it's already happened. I'm a podcaster. I'm a life coach. I'm a successful real estate investor. I'm a mom who doesn't yell at her kids. I am a person that doesn't crave sugar. Whatever your goal is, you guys, present tense. Say it as if the result is already yours. Talk about it. If there are other people that are successful at your goal that you're aiming for, talk to them about how they do it. What's their process? How did they get to where they are today? Consulting the experts can be a great technique. Be very careful, though, not to judge yourself against the experts. There's somebody who's been doing it for years, and you're just starting on the path. Be very, very careful how you judge yourself. As I'm talking to people, I like to consider what can I really learn from this conversation that will make me a better person? What tip can I get out of this that's really going to help me maintain my goal? I was talking to a podcaster the other day, and he's awesome. He literally pushes play. Even for his first podcast, he pushed play. And as he was just talking and live video recording himself, he figured out what he was going to name his podcast and what he wanted to talk about. And all of that was live on the air. He literally never pushes start and stop. And he literally never goes back and edits anything out. My hat goes off to you, buddy. I would love to get to that point. But maybe I wouldn't. I love the option of going back and fine-tuning things and making the podcast exactly what I want. I can definitely learn from my friend that I could cool off a little bit about obsessing over the details. My youngest daughter and I are kind of a little bit obsessed with learning how to make and decorate awesome cakes. We do it a lot. We watch YouTube videos, and we have dreamed for years about taking a class from Cake by Courtney. She was teaching at a local shop not far from our house, and during the day, on a random day, there was 
There were two spots available. I hurried and jumped on and grabbed them. One of the things that I loved most about this class didn't have anything to do with decorating a cake. It had everything to do with not forgetting to have fun. I love how she reminds people to don't spend so much time on it that it sucks the fun out of it. You did it to have fun. Maybe you're doing it to serve somebody, to give it as a gift. Who knows? But don't forget to have fun. In fact, Courtney reminded us over and over and over during our class, just have fun. And remember, all you need is one good side. In fact, she printed sweatshirts that say, my good side, because that's all people are going to look at. Sometimes we're obsessing over every little blemish around the whole 360 degrees that it's not even fun anymore. I love the intentional thought, this is going to be fun. I just feel happy when I say that. When I go into a class or when I sit down to cross off an item on my to-do list, I'm going to be doing the same thing, no matter if I'm feeling grumpy or put out or happy. Truth is, there's not one thing on that to-do list that I didn't put there or didn't agree to. And I get to choose any feeling I want while I do it. Now, there have been times when it is willpower and my hard-headed inability to quit that has gotten that podcast published. In fact, I've sat in closets in hotels trying to get a space that was quiet enough that I could record and actually get my podcast out. Sometimes I recorded until five in the morning. And I can promise you when I was recording until five in the morning, my feeling was not excited. It was sheer drudgery. And we all know enough about the model to know that our thought creates our feelings, which drives our actions and creates our results. So your results that you're creating from drudgery, they're not pretty, but they're results all the same. Now, I did mention I am a work in progress and I am getting much better at planning my day and budgeting my time per se so I can record my podcast during daylight hours and actually get to feel excited to be doing it. Have you ever noticed how we are our own worst critics? Sometimes we judge ourselves so harshly. The thoughts that we think about ourselves, we would never say them out loud to our worst enemy, and yet we think them, therefore speaking them as if reality to our own minds. Be very careful how you judge yourself and the messages you send your brain about your work. Celebrate your successes and learn from your quote-unquote failures. I don't care how successful you are, you can always be a little bit better, but celebrate where you are and how far you've come. It was kind of a blessing and a curse the day I figured out how to access the stats to my podcast. I would obsess over those and try to wonder what it meant. What did I need to tweak? What could I improve upon for next time? Now, improvement and progress, it's the name of the game. It's a great goal to constantly be improving, and it's so destructive to be so obsessed over the quantitative analysis provided by some number that you suck the fun out of the entire project. Now, the reason I decided I wanted to do this podcast is because life coaching and these tools that I've learned have changed my life 180 degrees. 
and I'm so excited about it. And I know that they can help everyone. And I just wanted to share my message. There is actually a way to communicate so that you can build relationships rather than destroying them and creating tension. In fact, some parents talk about the tension in, in their homes as if it's a circumstance, as if there's absolutely nothing they can do about it. Tension, stress, drama, all of it goes in your F line, my friends. It is not in your C line. The quicker we realize this, the quicker we can take control of ourselves and the quicker we can reach our goals. Consider with me for a moment, what if all the joy isn't waiting for you when you achieve the goal? What if you find joy all along the way as you become the person who is capable of having done that? Let me explain to you a little about what I mean. In me becoming a podcaster, I had to figure out so many things. I became a person who learned that there is nothing I can't figure out. Music? My podcast needs music? Perfect. Who do I know? I'm going to need equipment? Hmm. Perfect. Who do I know? Or where can I look online to find the perfect recording equipment? Along the way, I learned I could figure out anything. Along the way, I became a person who researches subjects that are interesting to me. I share these ideas with my friends and family, trying to get more information and even add more ideas to the ones I came up with on my own. I have become a better speaker. I have become more confident as I have proven to myself. You guys, I had nothing to prove to the world. I proved to myself that I can do it because I constantly have a deadline. And another one right after that, I'm always seeking for information, for interesting topics, for interesting people. I'm constantly mulling these things over in my head and trying to figure out how to make these ideas the most exciting and interesting to other people. I've also learned that when I've got an idea, I need to write it down right then. I am not 20 anymore and I do not remember every idea that goes through my brain. But by writing it down, that is the key to remembering it. It's also the key to linking all these ideas together. My brain is always busy even when I'm not technically working. All right, you guys, I've given you a lot of information, but I think the most important points to achieving any goal is progress is the name of the game. Just make sure that you're figuring out the next step to take. Don't be too hard on yourself. Rejoice in your successes and use your failures as learning opportunities. I don't even like to refer to them as failures. It's a learning opportunity. Most importantly, make sure you're having fun. And remember, as Courtney would say, you only need one good side. Focus on having one good side. All right, you guys, if you are not in ThoughtWorks, hurry on over to www.happiness-andinsidejob.com. The doors to our February coaching program are open. And that is your opportunity to really apply these principles, to really take your life to the next level, to really become the parent, the friend, the spouse, the entrepreneur, the employee that you've always dreamed of being. We are not victims of our circumstances, my friends. In any situation, we choose how we're going to show up. Join me in ThoughtWorks and let's figure out how to help you show up as your best self in any and every circumstance.